Welcome to the My First 5 Million podcast, where we share the trials and tribulations of two brand new mortgage brokers on their quest to fund their first $5 million in mortgages. And now, your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation. Welcome to My First $5 Million podcast. We're documenting the journey of two amazing new brokers on their quest to their first $5 million in loan production. It's an amazing industry with crazy impact and income potential, but it's very hard, really high failure rate. And so we thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool to actually document some new people as they're growing their business? And so the two folks that we work with are Enrique and Isabel. Today, I chatted with Isabel about how she's really getting a lot more thoughtful about her social media plan. So she's put together a 20-day plan of scheduling out all of her posts and batching them so that it takes way less time so that she can actually continue to do it. I also talked to Enrique about how he's getting his offers accepted. So he's had five competing offers. He's had five for five that his client won, which is pretty amazing. So he talks about how he's been able to do that. And then at the end, we actually talk about the importance of authenticity. So regardless of whatever platform you're on, whether you're using TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever that looks like, the most important thing is to be yourself. You can't be someone else. Don't watch somebody else and try to be them. Just be you and be 100% honest and authentic. And you will attract the people that you're going to enjoy working with, which makes it way better. And it's not as exhausting as trying to pretend to be something that you're not. So I was going to give you an update on sort of how things are going for them. So in the last week, Isabel got five referrals, all from real estate agents. Got $1.4 million in her pipeline. She had a couple of deals that she lost, which always sucks when you have something there. She's got $1.194 million closing this month and $3.3 million funded so far. So she's well on her way to hitting that $5 million mark. And then Enrique, in this last week, he got eight leads from realtors. He's done something that we coached him on called the Perfect Realtor Pitch. And he's pitched realtors and had great success with that. He's got $6.2 million in his pipeline. So these are like pre-approvals. And he's funded $2.3 million so far. So he's doing pretty well. He's catching up. Isabel was a little farther ahead of him. And now he's starting to get some momentum. Either way, both of them are doing amazing. They're both you know, making great progress in their business. And it's so exciting. I love chatting with them every week when we do a coaching session to just hear how they're doing and you know help them just navigate some of the stuff that they're doing. So check this out. And if you're interested in finding out how we can help you get to your first 5 million, go to get10funded.com. That's get10funded.com. Check out what we have there. So we have a program designed specifically for mortgage brokers that are less than two years in the business and help them find and fund their first 10 deals because that's the hardest for anybody. Check out this episode. Thanks again for listening. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Hey Scott, good to be back. So I'm going to chat with you first, Isabel. We were chatting before we got on this call. You got lots of cool things going on, but one in particular that I'd love you to touch on is how you've decided to create a plan for your social media. We know Enrique is doing TikTok like a madman, yeah. and, but you've decided, hey, I'm actually, and it's not just video, but you're going to do more social media. So give me an idea of sort of what you're thinking there in order to like make it manageable for yourself on top of all the other things you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. It's something that I've attempted multiple times before and, you know, kind of failed at, but really just planning content ahead of time and just putting it out there. I have a habit of overthinking. I'd put something together and this has happened to me the past maybe three, four months. I'd put something together, I'd create it on Canva and then I'd overthink and be like, is it good enough? And then next thing I know, the day that I plan to post it, I don't post it. So I need that to stop and only I can do that. <laughs> so one thing that I've realized after the busy months, May and June were, were just super crazy, is I really need to narrow down and really push myself to focus on that and really strengthen that side of the business. Because, you know, unless I hire somebody, I'm the only person who can do it and make sure that it stays on brand. And really also brainstorming ideas as to how else I can get myself out there. 
not just for business, but just, you know, involvement with the community and really resonating with the audience that I want to resonate with, you know, my ideal clients and really finding them and appealing to them. So one way that I know I can do that is through social media and I'm very active on Instagram and next to it would probably be either Facebook or LinkedIn, but really narrowing down on those and, you know, getting the snowball going. Right. right. So. As they say, done is better than perfect. Not getting stuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, is it the right font? And I see people spend so much time on that and it really doesn't matter. Honestly, it's more important to just get momentum and move on yeah. and not to overthink it. So it's great that you've actually got a plan or you're putting a plan in place for managing okay. the social media piece. And maybe you never outsource it. Some people never do. I sort of do now a little bit. My team writes it for me and I always review it, but mm-hmm. there's a place where you need to do a lot of that yourself. So it's good that you're actually thinking about that piece. And what do you think, just out of curiosity, yeah. how much business have you got from your social media, do you think? To be honest with you, aside from like my friends that I've helped with buying a home, the rest of my business, which I would say is like 85 to 90% are from social media. Mm-hmm. When I started in the business last year, just connecting, right? The only thing that I didn't have was the, I guess, strategy to connect, right? Right. I would sort of wing it last year. I would be like, you know, a realtor would like my post. We would connect through DMs, but then sometimes I didn't know where to take it from there. Where do you go from there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so to me, the reason that it doesn't go further than that is because I'm overthinking. I'm like, okay, what do I say next? Reality is just keep the conversation going. Like, keep it natural, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Don't be weird. um, Yeah, exactly. Not to say that you're weird, but like, just don't be weird, right? Just be yourself. You know, I think that's something I'm definitely fighting through. Now that I've sort of got the ball going, you know, going through your program, it's really helped to shape that path for me and seeing which areas of my business and of myself as well that I need to work on, right, to get to that successful point, at least my vision of success. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, if anybody's listening, go follow Isabel on Instagram and check out what you're doing. And then so Enrique, so you and I were chatting. So you've been having a lot of success with real estate agents and... In particular, you've had competing offers that you've had a bunch of success on your clients winning. So maybe just walk me through what you're doing there and how that's helping your clients and your referral partners. Yeah, kind of part of my value add for my realtor referral partners is contacting the selling agent and helping them win bidding wars. And not all of my realtors have been electing to utilize that ability for whatever the reason may be. But for the ones that have, I'm currently five for five. And... One of the things that I've been doing with them is just, you know, I recently found out that you can do video calls from iPhone to Android now is a recent update that they recently did. So I've been doing video calls and they can kind of see the sincerity in my face and I've been kind of using the weight of Dominion Lending to my advantage as well. Just kind of letting them know, like, hey, you know, like I come from Dominion Lending, we are one of Canada's biggest and, you know, because of our reputation, we take that very seriously so me telling you that this client their offer is valid the lender is ready to pick them up in some cases you know the most recent one i did i let them know that the borrower was overqualified for the property and in that instance you know their offer got accepted in under an hour right uh, so yeah it's been good it's um, amazing all these little nuanced things right that can make such a difference in terms of like just that little extra push, who knows, right? And then that builds more confidence with your realtor partners. It's interesting though, like we talked about, not every realtor wants you to do it. And it could be for a variety of reasons. Who knows? Maybe it's their ego. Maybe it's, who knows? But in any case, the ones that have taken you up on this that you've been having a great success with, it'd be interesting if you actually, if you knew the listing agent, 
if you could go back and be like, I'm just curious, how many offers were on that? Like, in, if you had a total, that'd be a great social media post. Hey, we had this many offers. We won, you know. You I haven't know, actually thought to put that out on social media. <laughs> percent, right? You know, like, I think you told me one of them was there was eight other offers on it. So that's 12 and a half percent. You know, that's a, be interesting. There are probably some fun things you could do with that. Like, what other things are 12% likely to happen, right? Like, right. I don't know. It'd be like flipping a coin. Get somebody to do the math on this. What are the odds of flipping a coin five times in a row? And it coming up the same, but even that, the odds are 50, 50. You're only at like a, you know, one in eight. So I got to figure that out. That's a good yeah. There's joke. some math. There's some fun <laughs> thing to do with math. I don't know. I've just, as you said it, I'm like, wait a second. I always like to get into making it kind of interesting. And I bet you, you can create some kind of a hook around that or some kind of interesting piece of data that will be fun. Well, when um, I figure it out, I'll make sure I share it with you. Yeah, yeah, do that for sure. We'll see it on your TikTok, but send me to as well. So this is awesome guys. I'm so excited how you're both doing. You're both like in your own way with your own being authentic. I think the key thing was something I'm learning again at my age. I'm like authenticity rules. Like you've got to be yourself. I can't be you. I can't be Isabel. And so if you're listening to this, you got to be you and own what that looks like. And other people will actually be attracted to that. They're not going to be attracted to you pretending. Plus it's exhausting anyway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just like sometimes authenticity, people can overthink it too. Right. I think just if it feels good in the heart then do it, right? Yeah. That's who you are, right? But if you're having to think about it too much to try to be authentic, then, you know. Yeah, then, then are you really being authentic? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It kind of contradicts it. But that's something I think I heard that in a podcast and, you know, that made me realize a lot of things. And I'm like, yeah, why am I so worried about how other people are and trying to, you know, see if I can be like that, that sort of thing. Like, how can I be authentic? I'm like, be myself. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you have to overthink it, yeah. then you probably aren't, you know, so... Yeah, and like yeah. if you make a mistake during live videos, so what? Like you're human. It's, it's actually kind of funny too because like just last night I was having a discussion with a tax and estate planner. She was kind of making fun of my picture, my professional picture, because she was like, "You need to lose the shirt, the the the, the, the blazer and the shirt, right?" Just like how you do your TikToks, that's how your picture needs to be. It's like I don't feel right putting that on a business card. Right. She's like, but the psychology behind it is that mm-hmm. when you have that suit on people are intimidated. But when you look more approachable, it's a little bit easier for people to have those conversations with you and kind of address themselves financially because that's exactly what it is that mm-hmm. you do it. Yeah. Right? As that translates into social media posts, you know, for those who are listening, I encourage you to look at my TikToks because <laughs> I'm literally in a baseball cap and a hoodie half the time. I'm just looking at, I was doing the percentage yeah. of hat photos here is like, it's pretty high. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think every single one of yours, most of them. The, the majority of them, yeah. Like, it's they just like literally because like, if I'm taking yeah. my dog for a walk or I go work out or whatever the case mm-hmm. is, and then, oh, hey, I should post this. And then, like, that's what it is. Or sometimes I'm in my truck and, like, I just think, hey, maybe I should post this. Yeah. So, you know, and like, it's been working because it kind of feeds into what Scott and Isabel was saying with just like authenticity and just being yeah. genuine to yourself. You know, yeah. people care a little less about the image than they do about the words coming out of your mouth, especially yeah. if true. And the thing is, like, we have these BS detectors built in. We can tell. We can yeah. feel it when somebody's not like... True. And what happens is one of two things happen. When you feel like somebody's not being authentic, you either A, you're not comfortable with who you are, or you're lying mm-hmm. to me. But I don't know yeah. what it is. Either way, I'm now not connecting. I'm, with I'm not comfortable. You're, like, yeah. you're either hiding something, or you're just really awkward. And either way, I'm like, ah, yeah. it's a red flag. So... Um, yeah. I don't know how we got down that path, but in any case, <laughs> they go where they go. We're, being yeah. we're talking about what we want to talk about. And if you don't like it, well, that's okay. You know, we're having fun. We're having fun. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, guys, it's awesome All to right. connect as always and uh, keep crushing it. We'll be chatting with you guys soon. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.